Hey, welcome to the Learning Little Lessons podcast. This is where we chat about the little lessons God is teaching us through every day. Learning to fill up on him so that we can pour out to all the people around us. And all to bring him more glory. I'm so glad you're here. And let's dig in. So last week, I told you how the story of Moses has really come alive for me and how many things I've learned through motherhood by watching Moses and how my motherhood has been transformed. Today, we're going to talk about the calling. I don't think Moses set out to be a leader for 4.5 million people. When he first grew up and he went out and visited his people, you could tell he cared for them. He actually killed an Egyptian that had been beating one of the Israelites. But that whole thing wasn't the right timing. Um, And we talk about this extensively in a Moses study that I wrote last year. And there was, we see some care there, like he cared for his people, yet his, his anger, his whatever, his actions weren't managed well. He, once he killed that man, that Egyptian, he had to flee from his home and he went out to a desert and yes, wilderness, deserts. It's a constant theme here in this Moses story. So he was out there in the desert for 40 years. And I wonder what was he thinking about out there in the desert for those many years? I know there's some things that I'd be thinking, things like, wow, my childhood ruined me. They put me in a basket. I had to leave my family. I had to leave the palace. I had to live at the palace. I had all this schooling from the palace. And now I'm out here in the wilderness watching sheep. So last week, I told you how the story of Moses has really come alive for me and how many things I've learned through motherhood by watching Moses and how my motherhood has been transformed. Today, we're going to talk about the calling. I don't think Moses set out to be a leader for 4.5 million people. When he first grew up and he went out and visited his people, you could tell he cared for them. He actually killed an Egyptian that had been beating one of the Israelites. But that whole thing wasn't the right timing. Um, And we talk about this extensively in a Moses study that I wrote last year. And I tend to think the things people have done to him had ruined him. So that's something I would be thinking if I was him in the desert. Or I wonder if maybe he was thinking, I've messed it all up. Here I was in line to maybe even be the Pharaoh. I could have saved the people from bondage. And I just messed it all up. He was on track to be somebody. And he went and murdered an Egyptian. And now he was fleeing for his life. And I wonder if he just thought, I messed my whole life up. Or maybe the lie of it wasn't supposed to be this way was running around in his head. This being a shepherd in the desert wasn't really the way he had imagined his life to be. Every single one of these things Moses has sitting in his past as he's in the desert with sheep. They were things that he had to sift through. He had to think about before he could accept the calling God was about to bring to his life. So about 38, 40 years after he was in the desert, God met him at a burning bush. And we all know this story, but I wonder if you've like really read it. Moses asked God some really 
tough questions, some questions he had on his mind. And if we dig into these questions at the bush, the burning bush, you'll hear some of the lies he was sorting through. He has questions like, who am I? Who's sending me? What if I doubt? He said things like, I have a weakness. I can't do it. And then right at the end, finally, he just said it outright to God. Send someone else. And to be honest, I find myself with some of the same lies running around my head, some of the same questions. I didn't really set out to have a job of being a mom. Maybe you've always wanted to be a mama, but that just wasn't something I dreamed of doing. Now, I got awesome girls, amazing girls, and I would never trade it to have a job of being a mom. That job part wasn't something I chose. The work of it. I think I mentioned last podcast, I tried different methods to deal with this being the mom thing, but not loving the the job part of it. I threw myself into other things, like I tried to find value and significance somewhere else. I tried to be perfect so I'd have no regrets. Then I tried ignoring it. When I finally came to and realized, I realized that I was running from this calling. And I came face to face with some of these lies that I was trying to run from. Satan was trying to get me stuck in the same lies that filled Moses' head, these same questions that Moses was asking. Lies of wanting to blame it on my circumstances. Lies of wanting to blame myself and thinking I had messed everything up. And the huge lie that it wasn't supposed to be this way. I had questions like Moses had. And until I could find the truth around these lies, until I could see myself as God saw me, until I could see my, till I could realize that motherhood is a calling, an important calling, I couldn't find any purpose inside it. You know, there are some people who are called to the mission field, called to be teachers or nurses or start a ministry. And I tell myself, if God had called me to something big, I would have said yes. But Satan had planted this lie in my head that being a mom wasn't a real calling. Yet the job, I didn't set out, motherhood is a huge calling. Huge. And I finally found freedom when I began to treat it like a real calling. Like it was a calling to be a missionary, which indeed it is. I worked through some of the lies, same lies that Moses had. I began to accept the truth, the same truth that God told Moses at the burning bush. Those same answers for Moses worked for me and my motherhood calling. When I asked questions like Moses did, like, who am I? Who am I to be the mom? Really, I want affirmation that I'll be good enough. But Moses, God says to Moses and to mom, you're right. You are weak. You can't do this alone, but I will go with you. When Moses and mama asked the question, is this calling really from you? Are you really sending me? God's reply says, I am. I am sent you. I am the ever-present. I am self-sufficient. I'm, never cha- I'm the never-changing God. And I am the one who's calling you to do this. When I ask about my doubts about this motherhood thing, like, what do I do when I'm going to doubt? I'm going to doubt you called me to this. God gives us confirmation. He gave me signs. There are signs that he gave Moses. There are things he told us 
and we have to trust him. And same with me. There are things he's told me, and I have to trust him. I have to take that as a sign. I need to take that with faith, in faith, and trust him. Another thing that Moses said is, I have a weakness. And Moses said he couldn't speak, but man, you should see my list. I have a whole list of things I can say I'm not great at. But God knows that already. He made us with a certain personality, a certain area where we're talented in, a certain area where we're very weak in. What he told Moses at the burning bush, he said to Moses, he said, now go and I will help you and teach you. Friend, God already knows what we're weak in. God already knows what our tendencies are, what our personalities are like. And he says the same to us. He says, now go and I will help you and I will teach you. And then the last question that Moses said at the burning bush was, he outright told God, send someone else. In fact, he said, pardon me, God, please send someone else. And this just blows my mind. Can you imagine outright telling God that God is speaking to you and outright telling God that you don't want to do something? But I have to say, I've done it before, not at a burning bush, but I mean, I have no room to talk. Moses says, please send someone else. And God replied, he would give him help. In fact, Aaron was already on his way to meet Moses to help him. And the same with us. God has placed people around us to give us help. He, he already has people right in front of us placed there to give us help. So that's a very brief overview of those questions that Moses asked of God at the burning bush calling. I'd love if you dug into it deeperly, deeper, go read it for yourself. It's, it's amazing. God has answers for your calling, just like he had answers for Moses' calling. Wherever you find yourself, whether you're mom, sister, aunt, wife, friend, the place you're in is a real calling. And I wonder, have you stepped into that calling? Have you been treating it as a real calling? Have you sifted through all the lies that Satan's trying to fill your brain with and found truth? Have you asked God hard questions about your specific calling? Have you realized that God is calling you to be exactly where you are right this minute. We can't start living intentionally and living on purpose until we accept that God intentionally put us right here. And that's the thought I want to leave you with this week. Where are you perhaps running from a calling at? Looking, maybe even looking through, looking at something bigger, like wishing to be called to something special when really God has you intentionally in the spot you're in right now for a specific reason. It's his specific calling on your life. Are you running from that or have you accepted that? Have you sifted through the lies that Satan's trying to fill your brain with? Are you in a role and are you accepting that as a real calling? If it's motherhood, Moses and this mama know how you feel. If it's something else, my advice would be the same. Take a step back. Ask yourself, is this a call from God? See if there are any lies you're believing. And start looking at the place God intentionally has you in. And accept that place. So that you can start living with purpose. 
even if it isn't a calling you thought you ever wanted. Hey, that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed it, and be sure to stop by learninglittlelessons.com for freebies and other encouraging articles.